show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer episode 96. It's me, Ross the Face. I'm joined by Byron the B-Dizzle and Les, uh... Les Big Cat. <laughs> Big cat, cat joined yeah. by he's little cat. cat. As he's yeah. got a little cat Pip on this. Yeah. Pip the rage monster. He was asleep currently. Behind me. No, there we are. <laughs> you woke, you woke in the beast. That's like, don't wake yeah. the dragon. Don't wake the dragon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, right. um, we're going to talk about Shadow and Pain, uh, some of the new War Scrolls. Uh, and we've got a uh, IDNF list that I just want to show and talk about, which isn't that exciting but it's just using the new war scrolls it is sharks mate cool. <laughs> yeah. and they do feature they do feature super exciting and yeah. um don't we've also, it. People uh, are be like, i don't want people to think it's like i'm sort of toting it as like the next winning list or something it's just it's a cool list but it's not like coming up we have the most exciting shark <laughs> list you have ever seen <laughs> yeah ever ever okay it's not that imaginative um ever. and then um uh, we're going to talk, look at some of the uh, pictures of models and stuff as well. So we've got a couple of things yeah. to share before yeah, we get they, into they, the, the bulk of it. It's quite cool. Um, yeah. People have been putting stuff on the FaceTimer Discord, so please, please feel free to join if you're not joined already. Um, yeah, it's quality is amazing. When people talk lists and shares pictures and stuff, it's really cool. Yes. Uh, occasionally, I even use it. <laughs> yeah, we, we duck in and out, So, but it's good to see that people are kind of having back and forth conversations and, and people are joining every day. So if you want to join that community and join in and uh, share your pictures and ominous thoughts, then then hop over the, the links in the video description uh, and on our channel main page, I believe, um, yeah. on YouTube. Indeed, yes. Um, so... Yeah, before we get into looking at some pictures, uh, we probably want to talk about something quite exciting for December, right? Yeah. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Better so, than Christmas. Better than lockdown I'm Christmas. I'm going to dye my beard white. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to dye my beard white, spray it white for the Christmas thing, because it get the snow spray. You've got to do that put now. a red hat on. You've With got to do that. white up baubles. You, you said up baubles? I put baubles in my beard. Yeah. Yeah. I say lots okay. of stuff online and I'd never... Les has it. promised for the 25th of <laughs> September, uh, December's show that there's going to be some baubles yeah. in a beard. Fact. I may, I may embrace Christmas this year being somebody that hates Christmas. It, I might spray my beard white just for laws on a show. Yeah. Like, what, else are, what else are we going to do for Christmas? Russ is going to dress up like an elf. He can be my elf. I'll be Santa. You can be Mrs. Claus, and Russ can be the elf helper. Sweet. I'm sure I will be Santa. I'm the one with the gut. I'm the one who. I don't can... think. Any, I don't think at any point this needs to make sense for us. That's giving it far too much yeah. better than it as well. <laughs> exactly. Also, so, as anyway, well as dressing sorry. up uh, for Christmas, which we're 100 percent doing, followed by Les's amazing example. Um, we are going to be doing a advent calendar of content. So every single day of September, December. December lockdown takes its toll on Byron. <laughs> oh, God. Like... few months late for that, dude. Um, we're going to be putting out a piece of short content, so ten minutes or whatever, on 
any topic we think is a great idea, whether it's like um, top five allies for someone or our favorite list from X or how to paint armor fast in way Y. And um, given yeah. that there's 25 days worth of content there, we would love your suggestions on what you'd like to see. I could try and keep it to something that we can cover in like 10, 12, 15 yeah. minutes max or something like that. Um, but we'd love your suggestions on what you'd like to see us uh, go over. Are there any suggestions that you guys have got of things that you're particularly keen to do individually? I want to, I want to talk about think... how great the Black Coach is. I'm determined yeah. to make Nighthorn great again. Well, there's, there's not going to be any argument there. That sounds like a fact. <laughs> I want to do top... 10 silly hats in Sigmar. <laughs> so you've the got cash like wings. the K guys from Al, 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 the Alaref Temple. Is it just going to be all the Luminef units? I can imagine that thumb just hats. like their hats are right yeah. around the screen. If you, if you haven't seen so it, you check want... out Never Chosen as well with the hat reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah if you want to put in the discord we'll have a discord section set up which is uh advent calendar show suggestions and also if you want to comment below or just like at us on twitter or instead yeah, let us know uh, but yeah I, I, I do think that the meta choice is top 10 hats uh of sigmar personally but there we are <laughs> yeah so we, we'll do a sh- we want to do a show a day um throughout christmas uh on the lead up to christmas and on the christmas day we're hoping to have a bit of a longer show um, that we can yeah. we can do so a bit more of like a Christmas special, uh, but we're going to try and do that daily. So uh, put your ideas below and let us That'd know. Be cool. Um, yeah. So there, there's not going to be great big long shows over the December period. It's going to be like more of these little ones, and then hopefully that one big one um, and stuff. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Unless there's a release which we'll we'll cover, but we'll uh, jump on, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. that there's Unless, yeah. much coming up. But there is a preview coming up this weekend, so um, we're planning yeah. to record Excited. a video on that. So uh, give you guys the lowdown on the uh, on the stuff that's there. That'll be good. Um, it'd be nice to see Byron's scathing comments on uh, busy models again. Then you can jump on and see that. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go in deep on my thoughts on the latest Lord of the Rings units, which I know loads about. <laughs> uh, yeah, or you could watch Adam Choke talk about it, and you've got that anyway. So um, don't be mean so... to Adam. Adam as well. He's a dark angel bro. Me and Adam are bros. He's lovely every time I see him. Yeah. Um, nice to him. So we thought we'd, we'd show some models off. Um, so um, Chris of Fluff, Fluff Tattoos has uh, joined our Discord recently and shared some of his um, pictures of his Eidoneth. Um So we yeah. just thought we would we would show you that this really nice Eidolon that he's yeah. done, which looks awesome. Yeah, excuse phones guys i'm just looking yeah, at the picture because i can't see what else is put in the um the thing yeah chris is a legend really nice guy friend of the show um and yeah so he's done the old the base looks like the waves like breaking on the edge of the base which i think is a oh, really cool idea lovely. Yeah. sweet turquoise fish with how he does stuff right like chris is always like he's always pushing something be it um, uh, I think with his Stormcast army, there was like lightning on the Star Drake. Um, you know, with this, he's now like improved the base in. I think his Zeech he's mega efficient too. Nice, yeah. He spends nice. his time wisely. Whatever model Chris is doing, I mean, he's he's a tattooist by trade, so his job is to be a professional artist and has been for years, and that yeah. obviously counts for a massive amount. I love his uh, the little turquoise quite... fish at the front. Oh, it's so my good, favorite bit on the base. Yeah. It's, it's he's really uh, nice he's currently looking for the the manta that you get with the idol on. I'm not sure if someone's hit him up, so hit him up 
on um, Twitter. Um, I'll put the link in the description below um, so that you can uh, see, because if you've got one of those mantas, I know he's desperate for one, so uh, hit him up. What, off the idol on? Yeah, he wants one of the mantas. There's two different... When you build them, you can put like a manta coming off the side of it. I think it's on the aspect of the sea, not the combat one, the the, the magic-y one. Oh, okay. Um, I've, I've got no. an idol in a box, have, so I, if he wants one, they can... Yeah. I think I have to. DMs, yeah. We might be able to sort him out instantly. Sure. I, I, gave, uh, I gave all of my fish bits to Chewy, so I've got none left because like, I've had two <laughs> idol farmers over the years. I've we're not just... even going to ask. Let's just move <laughs> swiftly on. <laughs> it's like Chewy on your fish bits. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> right, so... Um, so, moving PG on 13. from... PG-13. Yeah, moving next, on from chewing uh, on fish bits. Um, and um, Chris is working on his Leviadon. Good, isn't it? Look at that dotting. Yeah. And he's Gorgeous. been using his Series yeah, D brush Series D. To do his stippling. What a man. It's like it's like Dave Soper yeah. Course 101, this stuff, isn't it? Like stippling on and, this, mm. and the blister pack, like plastic water drops on the other. <laughs> so, yeah. He's, he's done it on the bottom of that as well. You can see it like the yeah. the bottom. You can see he's got the, the water there, which is also really good. Um, so I think nice. one of the things that Chris is really good at doing is um, he's very graphic with how he approaches things. Obviously, being a tattoo artist, he's looking at like the color choices he makes are really good. So like that dark browny red going into almost yellow with the the black Contrast. line. But yeah, it's really nice. Um, I think that's what a lot of people don't do enough of is show contrast in their models. It's like if it's all like a, a beige mid-tone, uh, you want to have the light points extreme light and the dark points extreme light, in my opinion. Um, that is a nice, something that I need to... nice turtle. It is a nice turtle. Yeah, and I think um, I'm just thinking about a bonus picture. I'm doing something on the fly now because we had a um, we had a a message from um, is it uh, Liam Alford and he had his um, turtle with a big wave crashing on a statue of Sigmar oh the one he was Mm. yeah he was calling so let Uh, me just see if I can bring that up there we go he offered me eight no he didn't offer me eight I said I'd play a game uh, if we ever got to play not yeah so yeah I've got that on the screen now so I I, I apologise guys there's the other two I've I've ambushed you with that but I just looking at the just talking about the waves and that I think it'd be remiss not to show that that the the beautiful like wave crash effect that's going on there um so yeah really nice we, we like it was tweeted to us so we we spoke to him a little bit on twitter back and forth so yeah yeah pretty cool um Works models so um the other thing for the show because obviously we sent to bear mat show and and stuff and we've got some this uh really nice uh man crusher uh from our discord as well uh and i'll get the yeah. guy is it swood madden such good use yeah, of ogre bits to match it up with its bigger bro with a gut plate. Yeah, that's off the um, Stonehorn, isn't it? Off the shoulders. Shoulder. Yeah, yeah, shoulder from Stonehorn. Yeah, I like the Iron Fist as well. I l- which oh, it's great. I like it. Yeah, it's it's got like Shredder claws off of Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yeah, <laughs> everything refers to turtles at the moment with me. I'm sorry, internet. Sorry, it's, <laughs> it's cool. Uh, I think the I really like the how kind of the blue is very almost luminous in places and, yeah and i like the subtle Fair kind enough. of patterning on the leg as well i think it's really cool so well, his skin's come from a, a ready brown base and then you've got the blue and there's just a lovely amount of gorgeous 
contrast between them all over the model. I think that's that's brilliant. Yeah, super good. So digging that a lot. Um, thanks for sharing. And um, because Vince has finished his like crazy converted man crushes, I thought we'd share these as well. So uh, Vince uh, Ventura from Warhammer Weekly. So totally digging these. Uh, really, really nice job on them. I think I love the veining on the skin. I think it's brilliant. So striking, isn't it? Yeah, that's wicked. I like the guy with like the punch dagger that looks like pyramid head off of Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it's I think the front of a dark Eldar vehicle. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a random, random bits from all over the place. There's obviously like a dark Eldar. What are they called? The like the things with like the tendrils. Talos pain engine. Oh uh, yeah, I remember the Talos was like a scorpion. That's what I remember yeah. it from. That yeah, was a, that was rack. the first one. Yeah, the no. metal one. Yeah, metal could never scorpion. Put anywhere, right? Yeah, I loved it. Like, yeah. <laughs> with a guy with like his arms tied, tied like you know tied back. Yeah, in the yeah. Of the it, made, it made me collect the yeah. army. Uh, how <laughs> random is that? I love the the Talos Pain Engine. I, my in eighth edition, I use I bought a Talos Pain Engine because they come up with all those weird sort of like S yeah. blank faces, and I use that on my Nurgle Demon Prince in eighth edition. Uh, Want something to look evil? Remove its eyes. Top tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's uh, that's our kind of thing there. So I just felt we'd do that. But I guess now we've we've given these shout outs and done that, we'll get into the main topic of the show. So we'll just take a quick break and we'll come back and cool. uh, get into it. Facehammer is sponsored by Element Games. So for great customer service, all the latest Age of Sigmar releases at 20% off, and all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. Hi, and we're back. Um, and... Yeah, so we let's talk about the new Shadow and Pain box, which was released that we didn't cover when we did our Marathi show. There's the the book from it. No, it's. I need to read the background. Apparently, the background's really good. Yeah, they released. A, so I don't know if you me. you saw it as well. They released a synopsis of Marathi on the Warhammer community site, like a TLDR cool. version. Did you- yeah, did you sign up to the um, the Broken Realms newsletter where they send you yeah. stuff uh, on the website? Yeah, so that's been quite cool. I've enjoyed that. Yeah, so, did you read that short story? That was, that yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so uh, we might do a little bit more of a lore catch up because our lore show went down quite well. So thanks to people who watched that. If you haven't, then check it out. That'd be cool if you want to know what happens in the background. Um, I'm getting wax lyrical about it. <laughs> it's all about Van Breck, mate. Just saying. Um, so uh, we're on to <laughs> we're on to uh, the War Scrolls. So obviously the Maluse Iron Scale was a character that's mentioned in the book, but the War Scroll isn't in the Marathi book. It was in the Broken Shadow Realms, no. Pain book. So we in the box set uh, and since been put on the website. So when we recorded our Broken Realms Marathi show, we didn't have access to it. So we, you know, we we didn't cover it, but figured we'd revisit. Yeah. Um, and talk about these new War Scrolls. So the Melusite Iron Scale is a character for the Snacks, as Les would say. Snacks. <laughs> uh, is that <laughs> Snack on your chair? No. Uh, Snack. <laughs> um, <Snake is> snack. <laughs> so essentially what you've got is a six-wound hero with a fight save. It's got a ranged attack um, 
and a melee attack. So it's okay. It's sort of a bit of a mixture of both. Melee attack's okay as well, like, you know, with the rend and D3 damage, kind of like your typical very standard. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. two-inch reach is not unhelpful either. Like, especially when your models have larger bases, having a two-inch reach on your melee is yeah. way more important. Yeah, I think it's some of the interesting abilities. So it's got a bounce of spell or endless spell on a five-up, but like yeah, an archaeonic norm, really which cool. is unusual yeah. and like a null, like a null city on icon that you mm-hmm. get on a, a fire slayer unit, which is a four plus. So the, the fact she's got an inherent five plus. Yeah, cool. it's not not game breaking, but it's a nice ability, and no. it's going to catch someone out at some point, isn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to kill her. She's got three wounds left. No, you don't. No, and then she's got a um, an ability which is gory offering. So if it kills any models in the basically in the combat phase, add one to attacks of friendly Melusi, hold you within twelve until the end of the phase. So it's it's a little bit janky because you've got to attack with this model first and kill something, then attack yeah. with the Malus side to get the benefit if you do it the other way around. At least they're somewhat survivable, right? They're not single wound. They're not just like six up save and that's it or anything. Um, I find it particularly awkward when you have that in armies where it's literally like, I don't know, so like some this glass cannon character and then the, these glass cannon units. It's really awkward because you yeah. do this one and then they're all dead and it, you netted a worse result. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's quite like I said. Rest the the way it, it affects is quite good, but it, it combos nicely if you can pull it off. Because if you've got big Marathi fighting as well, then you're getting plus one attack to your snicks. If she kills something, you're getting plus one attack to your snicks. That's plus two attacks to your standard snicks. Yeah, and then it's also you've got the it does a mortal wound on a free up at the end. It's the same rule the snakes get, but obviously it's not as useful on a single character. Um, yep. And a command ability which is. Uh, in the hero phase, uh, pick one Malusa unit, hold within 12. That unit can run and shoot or charge. Um, in addition, you can roll 2d6 and a d6 when they make the run roll. So that's probably the best ability that this model brings, um, which allows you to make catapult your snakes across the table because you get a 2d6 run and they get to run and charge. So, And they can shoot. They can do all of those together. So they can run, shoot, and then charge. If they've got bows, yeah, but I'm yeah, yeah. sure you'd be, I believe, um, that you can yeah. run and still shoot and or charge, yeah. So you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, it's it, basically mm. I wouldn't be thinking about that for the combat potential of the shooting units, but it's another way to get a move right. Mm-hmm. Like that is a that is a rapid turn of doing three things at once, really, really quick. So. Just yeah, an option. you've got a big unit of Bloodstalkers as well. You've got to think like your average range of what they're saying, move, move eight. They've got a 24 inch range on their bows. If they can run as well, you know, and still shoot, that, that that's going to be that threat range is then like. You know, they they got mortals as well. So even if you've got modifier, they've got mortals on their bow shots, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah, yeah. we, we might as well talk about them now as we kind of yeah. moved on from the, the Iron Scale. The Iron Scale is 140 points, I believe, in the in the new book. Yeah. Um, I've got it here actually. I have got it on the screen, but it's not up right now. So let me just double so, check it. Do, do, the, do, um, fill, fill, fill. That movement yeah. value, like twenty-four inch range, is pretty rare as well now. Shooting has been brought down in terms of average range, at least for unit shots within the game. Like you don't find many yeah. units with everyone that is like the champion or a special weapon. But having a load of people that can move eight inches normally and then shoot, but could also run two d six, move eight and then shoot is it's pretty much impossible to get away from that range. And now that you've got mortals on it, even if someone's got lookouts, so if you need something dead, 
that's pretty powerful. Yeah, and it's quite good because it's in the hero phase. You do it so you you get to do it, and then it's not like when you make the run roll, so you can be quite far away and and yeah. sort of power the unit up, and they can like cast yeah, forward, them up and, and you can stay back. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Bloodstalkers got a little bit of a change, which nice. is um, yeah. So extra shot on the bow, so two shots yeah. now. Um, Reason threes, rend one, damage one. That's consistent. I've already made the Stormcast comparison, and Ben Saber made this on Dan's show that I listened to the other day. There aren't many units that get a profile like that, just as a standard unit. Yeah, I mean, free freeze, rend one is is good, and to have multiple attacks of that at range is is better. Um, yes, that makes the um, the output there is very good. If you had five, then that's ten shots. You know, it's like ten judicators effectively without the sky bolt bow, because I think they're one shot freeze freeze when one mm. damage one twenty four inch range. Um so they also have an ability that if you roll a six to hit unmodified, it does a mortal wound, which is what they had before, but the old rule said in the shooting phase. Nice. Which That's is a, yeah. okay. quite key because Marafi can let them shoot in the hero phase. Oh nice. With the command ability. Yeah. Um, what so, is a bloodworm, though? More importantly, <laughs> well, it's what they, they've got that little weird thing, haven't yeah. they? Like the kaka bit that they've got. <laughs> so, so your, your yes. shooting unit gets one awful attack. <laughs> well, it used to. Yeah. The crone used to get plus one to hit, but they've taken that off. So no, you've got a little worm little now, worm. and it's got one attack, freeze and freeze. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, if you're catapulting them into combat, you've run in charge, Byron. That's one extra attack. That is. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't. Mean, no. I shouldn't make light of. <laughs> A bloodworm. Don't, don't, because don't don't you don't, don't want a bloodworm to the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's going to be that no thing where in it. the game where the bloodworm kills something. Yeah, no one expects Oh, it's the like a nurgling from the little nurgling with the sword from the great unclean one. And you know it was that particular dude who did the last wound. It always. So he's, he's geared mm. up, mate. He was geared for battle. Yeah. I like this because the. Um, uh, the daughters, one of their, they've either got to get there in combat or they've just got to stand around in their pants prepping and buffing, like speaking. And so having a unit that can, that is worth it, they've always had this unit with a long range, but they've just got twice as many shots, which is a big deal, and the ability to let them shoot in multiple turns. Being able to yeah. reach out and affect someone in their deployment zone, that's pretty much the, <laughs> the only remaining weakness of the army. Obviously, they've, they've fallen in power level since. The, the game's power levels have risen uh, with recent releases as a whole, but that's basically their weakness bugged, right? It's like they were weak against shooting, which can sort out with another temple, and then they couldn't reach out and touch their opponents particularly well, which these do fairly nice. I always found it unusual, because they used to... They've, in the book, there's stuff like you've got your um, Warlocks, your Canari, um, I'll get the yeah. Life Takers, uh, um, and yeah. your Stalkers that have all got ranged weapons, and abilities to teleport around with um, one of the formations as well. Yeah, I yeah. remember the name of it. But it's Shadow Pact or something, something like that. Something yeah, like that, and then obviously the Canary coven can blood. drop from the <laughs> Blood Coven Cauldron Pact. Can some of the Canary <laughs> yeah. can drop from the sky? So they've always had this long range, but it's always been like not that effective. And I think like the Bloodstalkers, like the thing you were like, oh well, they're quite expensive and they're one shot. And then you don't get to do that mortal wound ability when you attack in the hero phase. And so there was all these, like, they always felt a little bit like, well, I'll just have more witches. 
yeah an excuse to not um, use them that's the thing right it's just like you always used to look at it and go uh, like to make this unit viable with one shot you need to have 10 of them and then you go well i may as well have that many witch elves instead yeah, i may as well have ultimately. 30 witch elves uh, the yeah. screen the screen that i'm going to shoot the characters behind will be dead by those witch yep. elves so yeah, and i'd just, have some models in their deployment zone i'm just going to roll my blender across yeah. the table and, and it'll get to the heroes eventually yeah, right yeah. So, yeah. um so yeah so i mean it is good i mean i, I i'm a big fan of the Malusai. um so i i think it's cool that you can lean into that and not touch the uh the other models if you don't want to because i don't particularly mm. like the yeah. um the daughters of king normal troops i do no, like but the snakes are standout strong models and if you've got marathi which i guess you are gonna have mm-hmm. they kind of they just follow the aesthetic so perfectly don't they five or tens russ or some funky number i haven't even considered uh how would I, you take them it's difficult i think like battle shocks a thing i know they're quite high bravery um i think normally the bowman's probably in five and then probably the combat in tens plus so i yeah. mean depends depends on your list really and it, i mean i haven't I, i've only all i've done is i've built 10 of each and i've got yeah. shadow and pain now so i've got another yeah. 10 so i'll probably build another 10 combat so i've got 20 combat and 10 bow and then yeah i've got to build i've got a cauldron because i bought the start collecting which is the uh five malusi in a cauldron so that'll be a blood rack shrine yeah. then i've got the iron yeah. scale I'll do one more box of Canary. So I've got two units of Hot Canary and then Marathi, and that'll be all our paint, probably. Plus the hags, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, she takes up so many points now. <laughs> but the hags, um, well, she's only 20 points more, Marathi. She was 580 before. She's 600 oh, now. She? So, yeah. yeah. Um, she's so much better as well. Like, so much better. Yeah, she is. Um, and she needed help. Yeah. Well, yeah, was, she was rubbish, wasn't she? But... Well, there's always that thing in Daughters where people are like, oh, she's a lot of points. Do I take her? But you take her because the she is guaranteed pretty much, although there was some stuff that got around it, not anymore, to be alive. So you're like, Marafi is like this thing that nothing else in the game does, truly unique. So you take it every time because... Yeah. But yeah. now she's better at that and better. Yeah. yeah. So you do. You, I think 100% you get, always take You get Marafi. two models. Like the, the moment yeah. you rock up to a hero mission and you stand in two places at once. <laughs> like, right? that guaranteed yeah. to live for four turns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Because it's I not even know. like when she was little and you could do three wounds when she goes big, that's six wounds. That's just gone. Like, no. you can't do wounds yeah. out of the phase with endless spells. That's gone. You can't instant kill her anymore. That's gone. So it's like she's basically just got probably three times better and cost 20 she's- more points. She's as close to mandatory as any high-pointed character in the entire game that I can think of. Like she, more so than Teclis, more like I'm not saying you have to take her, and you can write good lists without her. But she is such a good value proposition. You have to write an argument to not take her, which I don't think you could say for Teclis or other people like that. She is just a beast. And, and also the buffs to Little Morafi it also makes your spellcaster more reliable, right? Because before it was a case of you just try and get off Mind Brazer on that key turn, and yep. then the rest of it was prayers. Whereas the buff to Little Marathi now means that because well, she got the option to cast twice, hasn't she? I can't remember. Uh, like, three times, I think. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think it's she's concerning how times. good she is. But <laughs> <laughs> we cover it in the Marafi show, but just to reiterate, yeah, yeah, great. cover it. Yeah, so if you want to check out and you haven't got Broken Rails Marafi, then go to our 
rules video and you can skip to the section where we go through the Daughters of Cain stuff and you can see the war scroll there and we talk about it in more detail but we'll, we'll move on to to more snacks um so in, combat yeah. snacks yeah uh, the blood sisters I always get these two mixed up because I always think the sisters are the ones with the bows and the stalkers are the ones that but obviously but yeah these are the combat snacks more like so you'd assume the sisters would be the ones that don't look so monstrous and the stalkers would be more monstrous looking that's I, how i've always looked at i've it, built all mine to look monstrous i've used the the gorgon head on all of them because i think it looks cool is that also because you don't want to paint their faces or is it just because it looks that much cooler? i just think it looks better i just think yeah, if you're doing too. a snake army so i'm going to use the um uh i'm going to get this wrong now but the war cry war band snake ones which is thinks the I can't remember what they're called now it escapes me. But anyway, there's a there's like yeah, a yeah, character in there of like a, a snake coming out of his hand and it's got a hood on. Yeah. So I'm going to use yeah. that as a hag, and I've got. Oh, sweet. And I'm going to use the kind and of you've the got, like, guards snake bits that come with it, right? Yeah, you get little snake swarm and things like that. But the actual in the actual guys that have got like the scaled skin and they've got like they're like they're almost a Roman greek style helmets and stuff like that so they're going to be my shrine guard for the cauldron and stuff like that so i want mine to look like a cult of the snake almost like not a cult of cain but more like a cult of morafi yeah because because like that's cool i just it's just in my head it's just i just think it's it's more the aesthetic i want um guess there anything you could do with using morafi without the wings Oh no, you got to put the wings on. Look cool. No, not for Marathi, but is there is like is there anything you can do conversion wise for um, a blood rat shrine or anything like that where you just made a, a massive? Because I love the I you've already got pretty much exactly the same model, just plus sized, haven't you? I've always thought it's yeah. it's like a missed opportunity that you can make something look so evil and it would be fine without the wings, and it's just the same model, exactly larger. I mean, you could if you really wanted to, because in the background. The, the 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 big cauldron, the mother cauldron or whatever it's called, that gets destroyed where yeah. she comes out of, um, you could actually have that as your cauldron and then you could have her detachable. Yeah. So when you played the game you just cool. lift her off and then But that's an I idea. I'd be trying to source some more of those swarms and then fill in the blood of the cauldron up with just those swarms. Oh that'd be cool. Yeah. Like you've got instead of it being blood in there, you just fill it with snakes. I put a rubber duck in it, but each their own. Indiana, Indiana Jones, yeah. like anti army. Yeah, right. mate, <laughs> that'd be. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Blood Sisters. So um, they've got cool. a. They're basically the same, apart from their turn to crystal rule, which they used to have an attack for their kind of petrifying attack, which had a reach, and then you roll a dice and you do a mortal. Now it's got a lot better. It sounds like it's worse, but actually, I think it's better because it does works a little bit like the evocators. Oh, that's disgusting. I've just read it properly. So you only need one model within one inch. Oh, and then they the got entire, rid of stuff the like that. The entire unit can hit it with its its um, turn to crystal attack. So if you've got 20 okay. of them and you've got a character within one inch, you could roll 20 dice and do all the models to that character because it's yeah. it's you pick a mod enemy unit within one of this unit and roll a dice for each model in this unit. So it's um, you wow. allows you to snipe stuff if you're clever that's with your pylons. That's insanely reliable. That's mm. ridiculous. I, um, there was a lot of talk online before this scroll was released about being able to use Marathi because you know that they used the the Warcom site did the article about buffing attacks. So everyone was like, "Oh my god, that means that the crystalline touch gets buffed." Because on the old scroll, yeah, it was an attack. It was an attack characteristic. Yeah. 
So it's no, it's not. So it's quite yeah. That's why it looks because, worse because you can't buff it a number of attacks. But actually, yeah, so it's better because that. now you can like put the entire units into one it's thing. Stuff. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, you, I mean, looking at that instantly, I just wonder what happens if you took Marathi and then like as many tens of snakes. No, literally, as you could fit. the army would be Marathi. Nothing else. The Malusai Iron Scale. The, short, yeah. the you need a blood rat reducer to make them battle line, and then yeah. you just take loads of snakes in a formation. Yeah. In I the think, new, I think Chewie sent me a list, which was Marathi, the Iron Scale, Blood Rat Trine, ten, ten, five, and Marathi in the Vampiric Guard, hmm. and that's two phasing on the nose. So. Yeah, I think there's a couple of lists. I, I haven't written any for this show because. The, the the war scroll builder doesn't have the new points. The pitch battle profile looks a little bit wrong in places. So I I just haven't had time to sit down and write a list. Um. So but yeah. I just I'm thought, soon. I I'm just building the models and painting, and I'm sure I'll get to use a combination. Well, Russell, of <laughs> you've snakes. got an agenda to writing some lists in the future, haven't you? Important yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they've got better in worse but probably better in the long run because you get yeah, the buff definitely. because of the character it unlocks more of them getting run and charge 2d6 run getting the ability to get extra attacks because you've killed something you know and their their turn to crystal ability allows them to uh drop a unit's attacks into one model means that you can snipe big characters with it um, you know, even if you had like you fought against like Nagash or something like that, it is at the end of the combat phase yeah. you do have to survive, but you know it's still pretty good, and it's on a free plus, which is super reliable for that. It really is. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that you get a go at that in your turn and your opponent's turn as well mm -hmm. is um, stuff like that really, really adds up. That's probably one of the better things I hadn't noticed about these changes. Yeah, so super good. Um, so Canary Heart Renders have got a little bit of a change as well. Um, so effectively what's changed on these guys I believe it is just the death from above um, ability um, that is used to be an extra a rend of two whereas now they've said you increase the rend by one so effectively it is rend two but it's just a different way of wording and the main change really is descend to battle because it says that instead of setting them on the battlefield you put them up high but if in before they could come down any time and you didn't matter, but now if you don't come by the start of the fourth turn, they're destroyed. So you've got to be on the table yeah. by the end of turn three. That's um, quite a big difference, isn't it, really? It's, yeah. I mean, they not, were a very cheap, flexible threat. Not that many people were patient with these sort of... I always think that when you're patient with these alpha strike units or with, like, you know, flesh eaters coming on from the back or your soul squire or whatever you've got that can do it, the more patient you are, I think the more of an issue it becomes for your opponent. Oh, 100%. when you like just they don't know what you're going to blurge do. it on turn one, then they can suddenly go into normal game plan because there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. So for objective capture, they've always been amazing canaries. So yeah, slight change on those. Um, so we've also got the new Sonesh hero, the Lord of Pain. So that's past the door stuff now. So we're in. They do have formations in the book, but I haven't covered those because they're not that exciting. It's basically what's in the box with a an ability, so it's not really so worth talking about. The standard stuff that they do, don't they? Where it's like, this is how you play with these against your opponent. Yeah. So I think they Sonesh get like immune to battle shock, and the the other snake guys get rerun ones on save or something like that. So yeah. Um. So you've got the Lord of Pain. So 
Soul Piercer Mace with a 2 inch reach, 5 attacks, freeze, freeze, run 1 damage 2. So that's quite a lot of damage for a, a foot hero. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's a brilliant profile to put any um, extra items or command traits on that make him more hitty. Right. Yeah. So he's actually like got a weapon that's worth taking a magic weapon with, right? It's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's got the ability to share the pain. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound. On a five up, the wound or mortal wound is negated. In addition, if a wound or mortal wound is negated um, by this ability in the combat phase, the attacking unit takes the mortal wound after all of his attacks. So he's got a bounce back. So he's like... That's cool. I quite like that. That's cool. Um, He's got the... Cool model. Cool. The model's amazing. I love it so much. Um in the Paragon of Depravity, which is uh, you can use the command ability in the combat phase, uh, pick one head and eye mortal unit wholly within 12, re-roll hit rolls. So, head and eye mortal is kind of the Sinesh stuff that's in the head knight's book, the mortal stuff, so I think it's health striders. Health yeah, health striders, yeah. Is that the word? Um, I, I did check. I think Archeon is a head of knight now due to slaves and is also mortal. Yeah. So if you had him in a Slanesh army, you could use it on him. Yeah, so pretty good buff to Archeon if you've got him. So It's really good. Obviously, notably, you're going to be running this guy pretty fast on his little legs if he's keeping up with either of those units because it's done within the combat phase. Yeah. Um, definitely yeah. worth noting, though, it does not say... Um, it's just re-roll hit rolls. Yeah. So if you have anything that fishes, which they probably do, I guess... You can re-roll rolls that were successful if you're looking for sixes. Oh for yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Archeon's destroy is on the wound roll. So, but yeah, um, the Lord of Pain is 120 points according to the booklet in here. Um, that, how do you feel about that? Just fairly solid. He's got re-roll a really good big deal for 120 points. I mean, five wounds, four up save. It doesn't sound that survivable because he's got the five up bounce. Then he's got five attacks, freeze, freeze, rem yeah. one, damage two. That that's quite good. Like, yeah, honestly, the extra rend on him would be an amazing, or any type of reliance buff. You could just send him into an infantry unit and he'd blend it. I mean, yeah. he could because he's got a two inch reach. He could stand behind something. Yep. Like, yeah. <coughs> it's when you compare him to like a stormcast character because that's how i like judge everything you know he's like with the five attacks and the rent the damage too i think that's what really sells him you know he's pretty fast he's what moves six hmm. so yeah. he's quite fast his armor save could be i mean he's not got a lot of armor so four plus seems about right but yeah i think for 120 uh, i don't know how he would fit in a slanesh army um you know where what you'd have to give up to put him in but Looking at him in isolation against different characters in the game, he, he does seem to be pretty. We all hits it powerful as well. That's like yeah, that's solid, right? I think like there's that the, you look at him and go, it's a bit of a shame because obviously like stuff like Chaos Warriors or Chaos Knights don't have Hedda Knight as a keyword. They have Sanesh as a keyword, mm-hmm. so um, it doesn't really key off them. So I don't know. He doesn't seem as impactful as the Malusai character, but by no means does that make him a bad hero. Like, is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how much you'll see him on the table in competitive lists, but I think he would go into... I think he might be a better hero to you than in, like, smaller point games. Oh, I'd be really good, yeah. Um, just He's because good. I think the output, the damage output's so good, and that five-up ignore is, is solid, you know? 
Um, that's one of the things yeah. that mounts up. If you if you send him into a ten block, for example, and he attacks first, and then they attack back, and he saves a couple, and they lose a couple more, it's very easy to send a model like that into ten skeletons, kill you know like five of them or something like that, and then two more die when they hit you back. It's really really pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, so he's he's pretty cool. I mean, the models the models baller. So I'm hoping we'll see some at painting competitions. Yeah. I'm sure it will be a popular single character entry yeah i'm i'm looking forward to getting my hands on one uh, i couldn't justify buying the box just for that model to paint so um i am looking forward to getting my hands on it just to paint he's one cool enough that time. if people aren't taking him as him he's going to be coming as a champion to a unit near you very soon <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah um, exactly tractors next well uh, yeah i don't the hellflower i don't think anything's changed so i'm just gonna skip over that i don't really i no I, tractors next it, it, the thing is, if you want to build one, you can do whatever it wants. Because um, <laughs> yeah, we've all been. There. The I've got a box. Yeah. I've got a box full of them from when I was, did the start collecting Sunesh thing. Um, so yeah. they could still in the box. I, I I looked at the wheels and was like, no, doesn't matter. It could be the best Getting thing in the world. Still not building it. Yeah. Um, so sorry. <laughs> so if you if you think they're great or there's some change we've missed, put it in the comments and you know see if we can read it. Yeah. Um, so. Hell Striders uh, with Hell Scourges and Claw Spears, so slight change here. Um, they've they've got two new abilities. So they used to have an ability where they got an extra attack, I believe, when they killed something or they took it's a, a bit awkward. Or, yeah, it was a bit janky. But now they've got a different ability depending on the unit. So the Hell Striders with Claw Spears have got uh, Piercing Strike. So add one to damage when they make a charge move. So they can damage two. Cool. And the Hell Scourges quite interested in this in the combat phase if the unit made a charge move subtract one from hit rolls for attacks that made by enemy models within three it's not against that unit i know that target this unit yeah so they have to hit them but what that makes them quite good is they're quite good at like normally your hell striders they're only really fighting other people's like chaffy units and they just die and like getting an extra minus one it's quite a big deal. Um, Something that makes a four plus save and two wounds look way, way, way better, right? Yeah. So I still think you probably run the. It depends as well, like because in Sunesh you're probably going first because you might have made them go last, so you could activate these guys first or not. I don't know, but maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, it's interesting. I think now at least they come into the conversation of do I take a hell scourge because before you just always took the spear. Um, because yeah, they, they have it the rent, basically. Role, doesn't it? They've yeah. got really good yeah. command as well. Just like scooting through what they've got in that unit. You know, some some units just win on what they get. Like reroll charges innately. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah, I think it's good as well because the Hellstroke has got two attacks with the Hell Scourge. Then they're effectively like damage two, right? Yeah, they just don't have the rend. Yeah, and the Hel- Claw Spears only get damage two on the charge. So, I don't know. I think I think they they kind of you would consider either. Like now, I think there's there's a conversation. Yeah. I think before you just took claw spears. I know I did when I. I, I it's been a while since I looked at Sinesh, like eighteen months plus. But when I took them to ETC, the claw spears was just the obvious choice. So, so it's so cool. Fourteen inch move, not awful attack light cavalry, which now debuffs people. If you take the this Hell Scourge's option is amazing. Yeah. 
Uh, and demonets are pretty much demonets, so they normally changed. And there's the pitch battle profiles in there, which we've we've got to cover the points and that. I think they're hundred points. The the hell striders, so that's the same. So um, yeah, that's basically everything from the shadow and pain. So that's all the war scrolls. Um, quite interesting. I think obviously daughters come out of that probably the more. Wait, the ball, ball, with the better changes, um, that book's been blown wide open. This hasn't, this hasn't yeah. like reinvented an entire battle tome for Slanesh. But in terms of what you can do with daughters, you can now, you can now throw away the other bit of the book and still have a viable army. Oh, it's which is awesome. It was amazing on the on the weekend of release when this came out. There was just like every single tweet that I saw on Twitter was, "Does someone want to split the Shadow and Pain box because they want the snakes?" Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm after like you know. So there's gonna be some very uh, cheap Slanesh armies out there. Yeah. yeah, I think there was like a lot of people that were after it. Um, I think like I saw Ben Curry tweet and like Joe Prasal commented going like, "You and everyone else, mate," because he was like, because <laughs> he was after it all. So it's uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, I think the um the the good thing about the, what it's done to the Daughters of Cain book is that it's made like that doesn't make like Daughters worse to make the other thing attractive it makes the other thing good to make it attractive which is a bit what they yeah. did with the broken ramarafi idenf changes it made the other yeah. stuff more yeah. attractive rather than just go well let's just make eels worse yeah so we'll see like, the yeah, other stuff it's like, let's make those better which i i, I like that kind of yeah, approach so um and i like yeah the Marathi book was all about giving wasn't it there was no like it felt like every single thing got a buff there was no oh that's shit it was all everything buffed with the the rules in mm. that book which i thought was really really good yeah we've had yeah, a, quite think... a few comments about some of the stuff about the allegiances and some rules questions about um the storm keeps and and like the idolaters and things like that so i i what i'll do is i'll collect that up and i'll send it in uh to the faq email just to, just so they can because yeah. some of that stuff might be covered but yeah I, I do appreciate that there's a lot of people commenting on the rules in the comments but we haven't responded because we're not maybe not sure ourselves but you know it's uh, yeah cheers guys just give it two weeks and then we can some month now yeah yeah so hey, month, month for, um, yeah, it's four week now uh, for the yeah. FAQ release due to yeah. the the sort of the, the less games being played sure yeah. um, I think um what I was saying is what's good about these sets is they release a hero that dramatically kind of changes a battle tome or or, or opens up some options. Obviously, the, the A4 battle I miss powerful, right? Yeah. I mean, not that there's any in this book, but yeah, but it's um, the A4 war was quite good because it gave you the Karadron hero that gave you that um, of battle line if he was the general, but also he's a good hero anyway. Uh, like that kind of like non-special character en- engine rigger with his bubble pack, um, yep. and then you got the Magister for the Zinch, which obviously didn't is a bit mm-hmm. feels a bit like the Lord of Pain didn't really it's like okay, but it's just a hero. But yeah, it's um, I think at least the Lord of Pain in a Hedonite army feels like he he does something that there isn't another alternative like that. They don't really have a tanky hero like that yep. that does damage in combat I mean the mask you could kind of argue but um, yeah. I think he does add She's something not taking they don't have a conventional tank stuff. yeah 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 um, I could I could imagine he could be quite a good in the hero capture missions because you're trying to focus him to do damage but he's bouncing the damage back to you and he hits quite hard and he's got yep. reach so you can 
bunker in, but he can still enact over the top. Yeah. Um, so he might be pretty good, and he can also buff your cavalry. Like if you've got health striders, you can he can make the reroll to hit. So, um, you know, could could be useful. Um, but I think it's a fairly it's a fairly interesting box um, for for some of the changes. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I quite like again. It, I like you said. It's about like everything got the buff in there. The Lord of Pain maybe not be a game changer like the Melusa is, but overall, I think the box is pretty cool. I like yeah. it a lot, to be honest. Yeah, so I'm I'm planning to write some uh, Malusife based armies, uh, and then when I've got one of those, I'll I'll share a list. Um, but I think what we'll do is we'll take a quick break, uh, come back, and I'll share an IDNF army that I've written using the new scrolls, and just talk about that. Cool. Tweet. Right. Back in a sec. Facehammer merchandise is available from ElementGames.co.uk. Head over to the website and type Facehammer in the search bar to see the full range. From custom dice in a multitude of colours, paint racks to hold Vallejo Scale 75 Games Workshop and many more ranges of paints, and objective markers to make sure you never miss an objective again during match play, head over to elementgames.co.uk and search for Facehammer. So if you want to support the show, pick up some cool gamer swag from the Element Games web store and level up your hobby. And we are back from the break. So okay. <laughs> um, I've written a, a Nidenef army based around um, the the mount traits and the changes to Nidenef from Broken Realms Marathi. So if you want to check cool. what those are in detail, then go check our video out and it's bookmarked so you can just jump to the point. Um to understand that but obviously we'll cover some of it here when we talk about this list so the list is a Idenf Deakin obviously um, I've gone for Dom Hain as my enclave yeah um, that's reroll ones on charge right and reroll wounds with mates yeah I did if you're I against think. a monster I believe yeah I, um, I haven't played Dom Hain for ages but that's the one <laughs> I used to play back in the day when it was just all eels and the storm reroll ones on charges and I believe re- the mounts get to reroll wound rolls if they I think it's just if they against I monsters think the mounts just get to reroll against monsters double check it but yeah sorry so if it's really a monster good so reroll failed wound rolls against cool. a monster if they've got the Achillean keyword and uh, oh. in combat phase reroll hit rolls of one for Achillean and Domhain Namati units that made a charge move. So if they charge, they get reroll hit rolls of one. And if they're fighting a monster, the mounts, uh, oh no, re-roll just wounds. no, just units. So reroll wound rolls for Domhain Achillean units. So the few tan yeah. ones, the few tan was the one, I, the other one I was looking at. You have to yeah. excuse my uh, my lack of knowledge on these because it's it's not something I play with a lot. <laughs> so with with few uh, yeah, tan they get to reroll wound rolls of one for the mounts. That's why I was getting confused. Um, but I went for Dom Hain because I just think it's probably a little bit more reliable, especially if there's a lot of monsters around at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and you're comboing it with the... Um... Oh, no, you haven't got it. Ignore me. No, the Eidolon only affects Namati anyway. It doesn't affect Achillean. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is the reason there is no Eidolon in this list. <laughs> so nice, yeah. I had an Eidolon in the I list. I was just looking at it. I was like, yeah. And I ran out of points. And I was like, I don't have enough stuff. So I need to yeah. drop the Eidolon. So the Eidolon effectively 
is the Soul Squire and two extra sharks. So cool. okay. you can do it, but I didn't yeah. think it was that good uh, of a change. So you can modify as you see yeah. fit. I, I, I think you need the sharks uh, at the moment just because of the how good they are with that piling ability, I think. so. Yeah, and and like I've got the idea to do an Amati-based army, and then I think the Eidolon will be in that list. If you've got Namati, but if you don't have Namati, yeah. then yeah. the aspect of the storm kind of doesn't seem as important. Um, so obviously you've got to take the Achillean King because he makes the Eels battle line. So he's he's yeah. almost pointed for that. I think looking at what he actually yep. does. Now I with the trait I went for Lord of Storm and Sea, which is plus two bravery within twelve, just because I think you need it cool. to mitigate some of that. Um, and now he's got the mount trait Void Chill Darkness, which is a minus one to hit if you're within three of him. And I've given him the Artifact, which is also minus one to hit, which is the Armor of the Sci-Fi. So if you hit him, you're minus two. If you're within three, you're minus one, depending if you're not hitting him, if you hit something else. Is yeah. one of those in total, and is one of those in combat, or...? Um, they're both combat-based things. So one is if you're within three, one of them is you're hitting him in combat. Cool. So um, basically cool. in the idea is he would go in with an eel unit and if you hit the eels you're minus one and if you hit him you're minus two. So you want to get rid awesome. of him because you're like, I need to get rid of him. But you, yeah. if you hit him, then he's really hard to hit. So you you go, I hit the eels, but you're still at minus one because you've been free. Which yeah, is you're going to need chill. him with mortals to do anything, aren't you? Minus two is a big yeah. deal. So there are other options there's lots of different things you could do I just that was the immediate thing that jumped into my head um, then I've got the soul squire for obvious reasons so you can put units off the yeah. table when you get the plus to charge there's a no brainer because um, if you an artifact on the skull sorry or did you not uh, I can and I didn't and I don't know why I didn't but I could do because I forgot I've got cloak information night, right it's whatever it is it's that cloak of like uh, yeah, yeah, you the, have to target him yeah 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 can't so the, what it's called uh, it's the the cloud of cloud of midnight, I think it is. Cloud of, cloud of mist and shadows, or something like that. Yeah, we know what it is. It's the switch off the phase. Cloud yeah, I, to be honest, I wasn't. I the soul square is kind of like whatever. Can have anything. Anything doesn't yeah. matter. Um, then I've I basically got two units of six. Um, it should be. Oh no, I've got six Ishian. Okay, so I've got six Morsar, which are the explodey ones, and I've got Stabby. six. Yeah. tanky ones and another unit of three tanky ones um yeah then i've got two units of two alapexes uh and leviadon with the ancient trait which has reduced the rend by one yeah uh and they're in the achillean corpse so basically it's a free drop army it's cool with like 23 nice. models or something i love the idea of having that few miniatures to move around yeah, I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice to find the sixty points to upgrade the Ishlin to another unit of Morsar. Um, but mm. it's it's just a bit tight. I mean, you could drop an. They're Alapex. underrated as well. Yeah, I I don't think they're as bad as people think. I think no, but they're just they're not as sexy. But that doesn't make them bad as a unit, and they blend crap as well. Mm. If you put them into something that isn't particularly resilient, they output so many average attacks. I think and with the reroll ones with the dominant, yeah. I think they are they're, they're quite viable. In oh, of course, yeah. I think for me, like the the reason I quite like them is is if you've got the king with those six, right? They're yeah. super tanky. <laughs> yeah, they <are>. especially <laughs> if you've got the turtle near them. And a lot of missions, oh. you win the missions by holding objectives. 
Yeah. So like eel, the combat eels are really good to like jump in and like slap something, but they die very easily. So the idea of this was like to have a unit which is survivable, fast. So get to the objective. You can sit on the objective and hold. They they have to get you off the objective, and your combat eels are like your follow up unit that come on later. Yeah. So you can hold them off the table until you need them. And they're fast enough to put them on wherever you want, or you can have oh, them yeah, got- on the table, and they're fast enough to go wherever they want. Really, yeah, fourteen inches re-roll charges, yeah, isn't it? or yeah, you know, like they're pretty reliable. I, I think as well, comboed up with the alapexes is that you can really mitigate the amount of damage coming back at those six pylons. Well. I think, yeah. yeah, in the in the old days, the six would go down quite quickly, but I think now by if with clever play and being maneuverable you can essentially limit the amount of attacks coming back at those guys um, and the alapexes as well double up as a combat threat as well as the leviathan because the leviathan's also quite you know quite punchy um, yeah that's quite handy and it gets a re-roll really? as well um like for the formation you get one re-roll for three yeah per turn oh that's really good so it's okay um so there's there's different um, artifacts you can go for. So there is, <laughs> I'm just having a quick look now. So the Ishran have something called uh, a mind flare. So once it's per battle, start the combat phase, pick an enemy unit within three, subtract one from hit rolls from that unit <laughs> until the end of the combat phase. Yeah. So you could even, you could even do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some other options. I haven't, I haven't looked through them. Because the um the defensive eels get a defensive buff on turns they haven't charged or have charged uh, have charged I believe have charged so armor save on so you could charge. you could be patient with that ability they've got one more save someone's at minus one anyway and then the next turn you pop that um, yeah so it's the Achillean Ishlian guard get ignore rend um, for attacks when making save rolls for this unit. In addition, this unit has a save characteristic of three instead of four if it made a charge. Yeah, so yeah. they're always ignore rend, but they're free up save on the charge. Yeah, so you can just yeah. whether that be patient on your ability, save it, and then you've got a couple of extremely resilient turns there, even without your you do being involved. I also really like a heavy hitting or resilient cavalry running around with a character next to it. It's it's just so much more effective in multiple ways. The ability to spend command points or just back it with a bit more damage or put things awkwardly around each other yeah but i think it allows you to to set up if you if you went let's say for example you went for that artifact which is the extra minus one with the soul squire you could set up this king the soul squire and the six defensive on an objective and be like come and charge me and then you could you know if the turtle's in range you've got the plus one save you've got the you know, yeah. You, you you're you're already like going well. Actually, this army is super resilient, and you're going to be minus three to hit what's, or minus two to hit. What's the wording on the defensive eels? Can they get the buff from the turtle, or is it do not increase? I can't remember how the wording on the yes, uh, they, they can. The, yeah, honest, they yeah. can. Yeah, so that's yes, there are really, two up save on the charge, yeah. three up normally uh, in the first battle round. Yeah. There are two yeah. up save because they got cover, and the new turtle says plus one to your save, not cover and in the first battle round because of the tides you count as being in cover so if you charge on turn one with them and they're in range of the turtle they've got a they've got a one-up save so ignoring red yeah it's pretty good yeah i mean 
Oh, that'll do. It's, that'll do. Uh, I was just double checking. I can't remember the wording of it all, but I think the turtle and the the shanks, <coughs> the buffs from them really allow you to be um, a bit more. You can be aggressive with those guys now because it's like they're always going to be on a, a two up save if they're in range of the turtle, right? You just make sure yeah. that the turtle's behind them because you might literally win uh, games on con- like conga bubble wrapping someone and just be like, well, that's that's two turns of the game that I'm being awkward. Yeah. I barely got anything left. It's kind of a little bit like the rogue idol thing that you do, where you go, I'll pin them with the defensive eels and the king, and yep. then the other stuff will sit on the objectives, and yep. I'll win exactly on that. that. Um, yeah, and I, 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 even like the four sharks. That's they're actually quite good, like in combat. They're quite nasty. Yeah. They're quite good, and the, the turtles no slouch in combat. I mean, I think no. it's really good. I played against it a couple of times before it got changed and the amount of times you're like, oh, it's just a turtle, no one takes that. <laughs> and then he goes into it and then it's like, it does what? Six mortal wounds? What does what? And you're like, you're like what does it do? <laughs> um, um, so I know I know. Like people are like, oh, I just take the spear eels, but they rely yeah. on the charge to do the damage. And I think the, the Ishlian are... <laughs> I think they're they're undersung. I think they're undersung a lot, um, and they're a lot cheaper. I mean, like they are a lot cheaper. Um, so it allowed me they're to get a more rounded list, basically. Yeah, they're a different style of play. Uh, when I've played with uh, combat, like the Morsar and the Ishlian, I've always found the Ishlian very lackluster because I'm comparing them to the damage output of the Morsar. Um, that's I think the the difference is, especially if you're used to playing with Morsar, you look at them and just go, like, "Why would I take them? They're just not as good." Yeah. But then they they perform a completely different battlefield role, and that's one of the things that you like. You when I've not used them, like Morsar eels, they've been really good. You know, to clear up units off objectives, to hold things, to be a screen, to do you know to to be there. The only it's just understanding that they are not your combat part of the unit, you know, the army. And three or four of them stick around for so long. Yeah. Yeah, it's obvious when you look at it and you think about it, but in the game, when you're playing it, you're like, oh, just check those go in that corner and kill kill those 10 guys. And like sometimes they blend them, and then other times they whiff, and you'll be like, hmm, they're not that <laughs> good. I wish I had the, you know, I wish I had the, um, uh, I wish I had the zaps. Um, and then like against them as well, I find them really, really good. Like I can remember. Um, playing against a guy at one of the heats with a stormcast army and putting in i think it was 20 secretors into a unit of them and then just them not dying and i was just like wow that never That's happened awkward. i was expecting because i think i had like eight eight of the big maces and i was just like all i need to do is get a couple of these through and it was just one of those combinations where the guy had um you know it just had a really good dice roll and you never know with those things because of the ignore rend this then wearing it you can buff the ignore rend as well it's really good they're disgusting with a triumph. Uh, sorry, a triumph. A um, command ability for reroll ones to save as well, right? Like uh, yeah. that is yeah. generally speaking, that isn't great apart from on characters because units don't have a save this good. So when you got a save this good, like hi, oh, you got red one. Don't worry, I've got a one up save and I'm rerolling ones anyway. I'm expecting to take approximately yeah. zero wounds against anything unless it's got two rend or more and a lot of high quality attacks. Brilliant. Yeah, no. you're not gonna lose an eel. No, exactly. And um, you get the obviously you got the command ability from the king for the plus one attack, so he can still buff the um, he can still buff the 
yeah, the, the more soul when they go in. Yeah. So you, the, the way in my head is the Ishlin and the King are like a defensive unit and the more soul come in once they've hit the anvil, there's the hammer, then he can buff them as yeah. they come in and then you get all that extra rend and damage on the charge yeah. and then you've got the zap if you need it. Um, yeah. And almost, I mean, you can also buff like the bites on the sharks with him, can't you, as well? Mm. If you need to, if like if those if that turn and your Morsar have like been tied up somewhere else on the battlefield, you buff the sharks. You know, and can then, you buff the sharks? I just, I just literally just quickly because I couldn't remember what his ability was. I believe so. So I wasn't. I think it's pick a unit wholly within. I'd nef deep kin uh, even twelve add one to attack. So of melee weapons, so yeah, yeah it would affect the um, sharks as well. Yeah, um, yeah I've got a bad prospect in that entire army for being buffed by that, <laughs> right? <laughs> No, and I believe the sharks have got, and they've got less combat profiles now. But the yeah, the bites are free attacks, freeze, freeze, rend two, damage two. So yeah, mate. Even the leviathan, you know, if you're buffing that leviathan, yeah. you're scythed thin with four attacks, two threes, rend one, damage four. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's it's, it's you know, I did I did think the alapexes because the damage output on them is very good as well. I just don't think you need to lean into the morsar as much as you used to. No. And pe- people will be more surprised by them as well, right? That's a factor. People know what eels do. Yeah. Eels go in and you have the option for zap and then they do this. But sharks at long range, shooting, stopping people from piling in with their crappy shooting attack and then it really mattering and then hitting someone on a flank and just destroying them and taking like literally zero wounds back or something. That's painful. Well, yeah, and it's going to be like the person's going to be you're playing as well. I'll be like, right, well, I'm going to deal with these Morsar eel because they're the thing that's going to get buffed with the command ability turn. Like, you know, um, yeah. is it high tide? You can do it, you can only do it turn three, can't you, the king? Same as Voltonus. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's only high tide. So they're going to be like, turn three, he's going to buff his command. He's going to buff Keep the eels because they're going forever. to buff out loads of attacks. And then you don't buff the eels, you buff the sharks, and they put out a reasonable amount of damage as well. You know, it's is uh, I, I think it's quite nice I think it's again maybe it's not the most competitive list I think probably MSU Eels with Voltonis is probably maybe the best but it's still I think the opportunity to um, it, it is it, it shows there are other lists available that you could play certain missions as well work. I think, certain missions yeah. that list would be legit in as well but the Eels list just doesn't have the option unless you dilute it and the moment you dilute that Eels list be anything other than maximum eels and minimum other it really loses a lot of its power it's kind of why i wrote this list how i did because i thought there's some missions you need battle lines some you need monsters some you need heroes a lot of deep kinesisi only have one hero and like you go or they have like one in the tide caster so i did really want the idol on if i'm honest um skyfires all over again isn't it like but, that type of list yeah yeah but i think I mean, you can get it in, but you have to lose like two sharks and the soul squire. It's quite a big tax. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't want to paint more models, then that's a great route to get done. <laughs> I mean, um, I think looking at that list as well, it's going to be a little bit more um, forgiving of a double turn when you're playing um, MSU eels or like all of eels. All you need, all you, all it takes is bad positional play on your part, and then you get doubled, mm-hmm. and then your arm is gone as somebody who's played that a lot like you know when we went to six nations uh not last year because it not this year because it got cancelled the year before i took an entirely eel list and uh it, it was just so so it like crumbled so much to get a couple of fives or sixes on battle shocks dude you know yeah. what that feels like with an elite yeah. army yeah. <laughs> just like oh dear just, that's 120 just points <laughs> um 
you know, it was very difficult. Whereas I think that army that you've got there is probably because you've got the Leviathan buff in the Ishlan, it's not going to be um, as sort of like susceptible to getting sort of like rolled on a double turn because you've got like the really bunker, like the tough units. So I think that's quite good. It's a little bit more, I mean, a little bit more resilient than say you can have it in the middle of the army, in the middle of the table and go, right, well, I've screened the turtle. I'm there at a three up ignore end. If they come into me and try and get me off these objectives, there's a, there is a chance that I'm not going to get rolled. Whereas if you've just got a unit of eels that have already like zapped everything, and then they six of those eels get charged, anything with rend just goes. You just chip away at them, chip away at them, chip away at them. And like Sir Byron said, battle shocks a big deal. So I think that is it's going to be more forgiving if you get like doubled. I, I think definitely. I think that's the thing when I've played against the eel list I find people charge you with everything too early they they don't um they shoot their load off straight away they do everything like you go in they charge extra damage they do their their blast and all that and then you go when you charge them or when they're in a second round of combat they're actually not very good yeah they're actually worse than the Ishlian eels yes they are because the Ishlian get extra attack so actually they're actually better in combat yeah. if you take away the charge and the the more wound burst built for the grind so for me it's like i still like the impactful damage and the speed yeah. but i don't think the whole army needs to have it when especially when you've you've got the alapexes and the leviadon which are more more chompy now you know there's rend in there they didn't have before they do more damage they're they're just better, so you can kind of lean on them for your damage. And everything like, is fast as well; it all keeps up quite well. Yeah, it's and I think like you know we're not saying that all eel lists are bad. Like we are very aware <laughs> so that, that that Morsar eels are very very good. I played 130 games of them. We all know they're good. Like you know, the only person who I think has played more games with I it, like personally that I know that, than me with Deepkin is Luke Morton. So it's we're not saying that this is the new power and Morsar eels are done because like the amount of people that I can imagine people are going to comment below and be like no I'm just going to take spear eels we know they're good we're just trying to this is now viable well, this is basically. this yeah. is a list that I wrote for me with the models that I wanted to paint and the stuff I wanted to try out and I like to do stuff that isn't yeah. um, I don't like just copying something so for me yeah. uh, the having Ishlian uh, eels and the alapexes and all of that is is in my head is just something a bit different and um, yeah. I'll play yeah. some games of it and I might play some games and go that needs to change this isn't good enough that needs to change yeah. I could do a you know for alls I don't know whatever so I don't know um, whether the soul squire is actually worth having or not I don't know you might just decide well actually that's that upgrades the the Ishlian guard like the second unit to you know a, a bigger unit, another or... unit, three. Yeah, I, I, th- yeah. I think if you're not going all in and trying to make those big charges from the table edge, then like you maybe don't need the the, the soul scar. I do think um, that's all he is there for. Right, he's there to deliver a unit because of his plus three to so, two charge rolls. Yeah, in my head, he's there so I can put six more sar and him off the table. My opponent has to worry about it. Whereas if I don't have them off, if I have them on the table, they they're very predictable where they're going to go. Whereas what I can yeah. do with him is or, I can say, well, you, you can't 
and I don't need them on the table to capture the objectives and, and affect the game. Well, also in seven games, you can put um, you know three Ishlan off the table with him mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and then that you know for objective play and stuff. You know, Ishlan are very defensive on the turn that they charge. So if a p- opponent leaves the backfield open and you've put him off the table with six of your Ishlan, they can come and pin a unit whilst you clear up the rest of the army. Well, that that's well. the idea of the net launchers. So if you hit with the net launcher, they can't pile in. So you you go right. Well, you can't pile in. Or I think it's a pile of inch, I can't remember, but yeah. you go, right, so your pile in this is basically reduced. reduced yeah. I've charged these three, touching one model on the end of a big unit. That big unit isn't yeah. going to kill the three, and in your go, you can't move. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to retreat, and then you can't charge. More double me. protection, right? Yeah. Loads more double protection. Yeah. yeah, so that's why the three is in there. I mean, you could split the other six into two threes as well, so you could have three like four units of three I say three units of three and then one unit mm. of six more so but I don't know like I'm in my head I was just I just quite like a big tanky or unit yeah I was trying to also, find if you're, gonna, if you're gonna buff them to muller crap mm. then having six yeah you get more equity there right yeah yeah I think you've got um, a load. Of, I think the threes are really nice because of the pylons and stuff as well. You can be really clever with it. So if you're hitting a unit so they can't pile in, you tag your six Morsar on the edge of a unit and your three on the other side of the unit, which was in range of a hero. The six Morsar wipe that unit. The three then get to pile in towards the hero, which it wouldn't have normally been able to reach because it's tagged into the unit and do it yeah. that way. Um, or even if you do, you could do the same with um, your six Ishlan. You put your six Ishlan into a unit, tag your Morsar on the end of it. They wipe the unit with the amount of attacks they got. Your six Morsar then pile in with a two-inch reach and hits the other unit out the way. Mm. It was always the way I used to get around um, the Slanesh, sort of like, you know, the getting around. They always strike first bit with the Slanesh. Mm. You tag a unit, you wipe the unit, and then the other unit piles in towards the Keeper which isn't at the start of the hero phase because you're outside of its range to activate. Yeah, yeah. You pile in and then kill the keeper outside. That was how I always used to get around the uh, the sort of like always strikes first, always strikes last back in the day. And I think there's a lot of a bit, lots of opportunity to do funky things when you... Especially those harpoon launches. With those harpoon yeah. launches, you might pile it, like you might have something with a two-inch reach that goes towards a big monster with a one-inch reach end up 1.1 yeah. inches away <laughs> like that's great that is amazing you just hit it for free before it can reach you just gonna double check that piling rule um <clears throat> while we're yeah we're we're on air and stuff. yeah, yeah, just, yeah. but yeah there's there's a lot of stuff like tricks with oh it, it cannot pile in there you go oh, oh, so it, it cannot yeah. so wait yeah so Hello. it's yeah it's okay i think the net launches are very powerful I really like the Alapexes. Um, I bought two of the um, boxes, the new boxes, where you get a king and two 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 uh, sharks. Or mm-hmm. snakes, yeah. or snakes. <laughs> They're um, like a bargain, right? Yeah, like, really good. Because uh, if it's the king, I'm not sure whether the, that means you'll have the options for Voltonius. Yeah, I believe same the same kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just build a king, build Voltonius, get four sharks. Yeah, win. bargain. Yeah, pretty cheap. So I got those. I've got my two start collecting um, Idenf boxes arriving tomorrow. Hopefully, I've got my Leviathan nice. and my Eidolon. Um I haven't got a Soul Square on my boat yet, which I completely forgot. You got a boat, so I need to buy one of those. I only remembered <laughs> when. Um, yeah, well, yeah, one two boat, boats, two halves or one one big. I'm not, I'm not doing yeah. two. So you yeah. get two boats and put get like just put them in people's deployment zones. Kind of maybe. 
Yeah. Really easy spray and white, neither cocktail. Um, no, I was because actually, ghost, like Fluff was boat. asking for, does he do it realistic or not? And I think I want mine to look like actual, like a wreck rather than the ghost boat. I actually quite like the what you could make. Go onto Amazon, green get yourself some, get yourself some fish tank accessories. You get some yeah. different ones. You can get like the Mary Celeste. I just do that. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get myself a big like already paint. a big really like badly cast castle and a goldfish. <laughs> I could just green stuff a goldfish coming out of it and be like... What's the name of One-Eyed Willie's boat in the Goonies? Get in the comments below. Let let us know. Oh, That's what Russ should be naming his, question, uh, naming his boats. Yeah. <laughs> Russ is only collecting armies. I'm definitely going to start calling Volturnus One-Eyed Willie now, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got an I'm gonna write. Yeah. I'm going to write a story called One-Eyed Willie and the Blood Worm. It must be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> One-Eyed Willie never says die. Yeah. <laughs> ask me about um, my Goonies story. But yeah. Like if you ever see me. Uh, don't, don't ask him. Don't want to. Uh, <laughs> so um, that's my first stab at an Idenf army. Tell me it's crap in the comments. That's fine. Um, I'm going to do yeah. it anyway. I'm sure everyone's so, going to tell you that, that stabby eels are better. Cause, you know, I, well, yeah, yeah, but that's fine. But I, I, I like to be yeah. renegade. So there you go. But I yeah. I don't know whether the soul squire will stay in the list, but I just like the fact that your opponent has to think about stuff coming on the edges. That's the only reason it's there. I, um, I, I think you need him because of the, the fact that you've got only got one hero, right? And I mean, the king is survivable and the soul squire is not. So, yeah, but I, I do think for those those missions where you, uh, that's one of the things I always found a, a nightmare with Deepkin is you whenever you were playing hero missions, it was always like seat of your pants because if your opponent could go, all your heroes are dead, you lose the game. Doesn't matter how mm. much damage you put out. Um, so uh, I, I mean, you need to have that extra one if you wanted to take the Eidolon um, aspect of the C and do the AOE minus one to hit as well. You could have some real fun with people. Oh, yeah. Some armies, some you, armies would hate you'd that. Have fun. All the minuses to hit. Some armies would hate that. There's giants. Have it across- yeah. There's giants. Would just be like, ooh, ooh. oh god, <laughs> be like, it'd be like, uh, hello, darkness, my old friend, Ben yeah. Affleck, me, but with a giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if um, if you didn't already have it, university as an army and a Xeros would be a good ally in there. But you've already yeah. got real ones in it, haven't you? Uh, yeah. So the the idea of this as well is in the shooting army in the shooting meta it's like it's a died never just good against shooting right so yeah 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 because of the forgotten nightmares rule yeah and you have to shoot the big unit of Ishlin there they ignore the ren they've got an extra save you know they're just they're just tanky so they could just absorb that shooting then you go and move your spiky stuff. Sounds excellent. Yeah, you've got the first turn as well. You're in cover, so you're not yeah. flipping the top. Just push, put your Ishlin forward. They're the first unit. You go like shoot him. Go. Don't care. Yeah. Don't yeah. care. Yeah. We'll have to track your progress on Russ's budget zoological army number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And see when I actually she could play some games, which would be a while. But yeah. So when is so when what are you going to do? You're going to get it built. When are we thinking of seeing a tester for this? I want to see your like because you're going to do like grim dark style. Snacks, see evil stuff. Well, right? my you doing snacks first. Are you doing deepkin first. My deepkin. snakes are the quick to paint grim dark stuff. Um, the Idenf, yeah. I want to put a bit more effort into the paint job. So I think they're going to take me a long time. So they're a bit more of a slow burn. Um, have we'll you see. built any of the eels yet? I have not deep- even unwrapped the boxes. Mate, they are the best models to build ever. They're like the whole eel is one piece. And then you just stick the fins on and then stick the head on. And you're like, right, that's the eel dead. Next. 
Yeah, I, really- I know they're I know they're quick. I, the thing that's going to take the time is the basing. So like, yeah. I think- only got twenty three bases on the plus side. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's why I don't have. That yeah. this, it's not a lot of models. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I for me, it's the basing is like, how do I do it? Do I do it like there's water on the base, or do I do it like I kind of want to do it like they're in the A for C? So it's like, if they're not in water, but it looks like the ground is underwater. Uh, so I've got some ideas, yeah. but I'm not going to talk to terrain and change it. its color, change yeah, its color yeah, with yeah. a wiggly line. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Um, I like. I think Wayne back in the day when they first came out did like these really cool things where he built up cork and then covered it with sand and it yeah. looked like coal. Yeah, that's. I was I thinking about was doing like underwater type like coral type uh, structures, but I don't want to do like the waters on their base with waves and they're above the water. Yeah, I kind of want to do like they're like underwater, immersed. especially if I'm doing them like grim dark because I want them to look yeah like they're in the deep ocean, like in the darkness of the ocean. Because yeah. I think that leans into the law more than having waves on the bases and bright sand. Because maybe you could look really... up light source. It, you know how light comes yeah. through water. There might be something oh, you can do with like a cartoony effect where you just have like you know like two lines of light or a particular mm-hmm. like doing the scratches so- on cloaks. So, like, I think when I did my Eidolon, I painted all of the, like, the fish elements as, like, ethereal because the, the law is, like, they bring the etheric sea with them. So, in my head, like, it wouldn't actually be the sea. So, they wouldn't no. be painted because all of these things are, like, magical Ideas. manifestations. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of, like, you could almost go do them really dark and do, like, OSL from, like, the weird bits of fish, mm. have, like, the base as dark and do it that way. Because contrast lends itself to that if you wanted to do, like, glazing and airbrushing over the stuff. Yeah, so I quite like the idea of, like, the biometric glow from, like, underwater creatures, so that the little fishes were going to be, like, the points of light in the dark, sort of, depths yeah. of the, the fake cool. sea, which isn't yeah. actually sea, but yeah. that's why I didn't want to do them flying ac- above waves. I think that looks a bit weird. Because um, yeah. you're, you're, like, you're meant to be in a fake magical sea that you bring with you. Yeah, but then when you see like a bright sandy beach with waves on it, you're like, well, why are they above it? They should be yeah. in it. This isn't Russ having a pop at, at your stuff, fluff. No, 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 no. It's just in my head. I'm just... <laughs> it's... Plus the fact yeah, it's, it's a lot more work, thing. right? It's a lot more work to yeah, do that yeah. to make those waves look really good. It's a lot of effort and oh, work. Time. It's, a... it's not yeah. something that I've done before, so it's like out of my comfort zone. But at the same time, I don't just want to put them on cork. You know, I want to do something a little bit different, but I haven't decided yet. So when you see my army with big blue waves, yeah, just just you forgive can call them on it. Now. You can forgive yeah. everything I've just said because I haven't decided <laughs> anything yet. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I think um, there's lots of different ideas, but I I do like the kind of idea of like the the pillars and they're kind of like weaving around either their big long reeds like seaweedy type plants yeah. or their rock formations, whatever. Um, but I, it kind of the way I'm sort of imagining it is um, Rog from Point Hammered when he came over to South Coast had a oh, had a yeah. abyssal demon army with almost like under the sea Some type pearlescent metallic you know, yeah, yeah it's all metallic pearlescent Cthulhu style demon army and it looks amazing so it's almost like in the uh, Lovecraftian kind of like weird dark realm that's like sort of like you know it's in in like the other world place and it looks really cool and i was thinking that would i want it to look otherworldly like they've bought this otherworldly thing to and where they, they are yeah so because that's oh, kind of yeah, that how it goes cool. but i don't want to 
it's these sort of things you spend ages thinking about and getting really you've always put up barriers to doing the project so just get it started so I just start it make it work make it decide but I'm going to put all my stuff on brass rods so if I ever decide to rebase yeah. it I'm going to just pull them all off the bases anyway so it's not going to be too big that's the thing I mean I think that'll be it's quite a good thing like me and you talked about and like this is maybe a little off tangent and maybe people can uh, you know comment if there's something they'd be interested in me and Russ before we did Face Summer Worldwide we used to jump onto a channel and do like what we're doing now and just chat um, bef- like live and me and Russ were talking about maybe doing something like that with our hobby and maybe it's something that you can do with regards to like pick a night of the week and then people can jump onto Discord and, and we can chat whilst we hobby and do our own hobby. Cause Answer questions. I'm, I'm doing this because yeah. I want to achieve final effect Y or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that'll be we might, something we might start doing. Like we'll announce sort of like what day and, and we might just eventually start doing it in the Discord and then like migrate it to like, you know, Twitch at a later date if we end up sorting out a Twitch stream. Um, and yeah i think that might be quite good because this i think that'll be a way for me and you to do our own hobby or us because like currently yeah. we, we get paid to do hobby for other people so if we commit to a day and then russ can like work on his idnf and we just do it in the evening then i can work on my luminef army that i've not picked up a brush on since i did the cathar um mm. you know and it'll be quite maybe a good thing for us to do too yeah i think so right for sure yeah so if that's something that you want to see like obviously like you know let us know it's um if you could like you could get involved ask us questions live you know yeah, we we we're talking about doing a <laughs> we're talking about doing a, a sort of a live hobby hangout, um, do our own personal one day a week and streaming it. So uh yeah, if there's something you want to see, let us know. Um yeah, but I, I definitely want to do the IDNF. It's just that there it's um this is just a starting point list. I just went, well, if I wanted to use sharks and the Leviathan, I, I do want to use the Eidlon, but I can't really get it in the list. I, I don't think that this would be that if you've got too many points tied up in um in sort of if you it's got, a different list yeah it's long, it's like to, yeah i have got a an idea for a more fan army which i'm also working on which is more namati so i'm gonna have both but i'm gonna um i might showcase that I later like that more fan scheme I yeah like i really like the scheme, scheme. That's it's my favorite one that's why i wanted to do it yeah. like them cool. anyway awesome Looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, listening to the show. So we should have a preview show up and we're going to have all the Advent shows coming out over Christmas period uh, with a Christmas special. So uh, tune in for that. If there's any more releases and stuff, we'll, we'll cover that as well. But hopefully uh, this will be enough content for you guys. Uh, like and subscribe to all the algorithm. Listen to the podcast. Thanks very much. We're still releasing podcasts, don't worry. Um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, thanks very much. And we'll catch you all soon. Yeah, so, guys. Like, as I said, you know, just thanks a lot, and any support you want to give by clicking through the links on any of the new releases and that, like, it helps us out because this isn't cheap producing these sorts of series and stuff. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, click through the link and all that stuff. So, thanks very much, and merchandise available now, all that stuff. Uh, so, see you soon. All right, bye. Bye, peeps. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes. Add our RSS feed to your reader and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.